Alrighty, it's finally time. You guys asked for it, so I'm giving it to you. Welcome to the Locker Room Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Holdman, along with Ethan Smith, a.k.a. QB1. Also, <laughs> shout out to Gator, a.k.a. Grant Royer, for the edits and the audio work. We literally have so much to talk about in the sports world today. Like, so much. There's so much going on. We have the NFL Divisional round. That was probably, I mean, Smitty, that was probably like the craziest weekend of NFL football. I think it was one of the best weekends of NFL football, to be honest. I mean, just look at, let's look at like all the games that were played and everything. All the QB yeah. competition was played, all the defenses, like stuff. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. All right. First, let's talk about, let's get into the Bengals and Titans game. Dude, I mean, first of all, I want to talk about Evan McPherson a little, boys. I mean, Evan yeah. McPherson was a stud. I mean, played absolutely lights out during the whole game. I mean, like... Did you see what he did before he went out to kick the ball? What he said, like, to Burrow? Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. rookie kicker. They drafted him. Yeah, I saw a rookie kicker drafted him, like, the fifth round. He comes out, literally NFL divisional playoff game. Trying to get the win on the road against the number one seed. Evan McPherson walks out there. He's, I'm going to win it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I'm going to win it. And he literally said, he said, well, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship. Boys. I mean. Went out, kicked the game-winning field goal. And it wasn't a chip shot either. What was it, 54 yards? Yeah. Dude, it was a long dude. I mean, I think, I, bl- I truly believe every quarterback needs a good kicker behind them to be successful. I mean, I mean, just look. I mean, look at that, to be honest, as, like, an example. I mean... Kickers literally win football games. I mean, it's like crazy. We gotta, we gotta credit the kicker position because it is so vital. Three three games this weekend went into the final seconds where a kicker had to... All four. Well, oh, yeah, three with the kicker, yeah. But all, <clears throat> all of those were time-expiring, game-winning field goals. Impressive. Not I mean, from those look at that. That was so crazy. You can have the you can have the Chiefs kicker. I mean, I mean, look at that. Like yeah, Buckers, is Buckers second best kicker in the league yeah. behind Tucker. Buckers I mean, a stud. Tucker is unreal, dude. Can we talk about Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill's game? Yeah, I mean, is like I mean, Buddy had a six sixty six point seven passer rating, and was had three interceptions in the playoff game. They were the number one seed at home. See, and like I when. Tannehill had that when Mariota was struggling a couple years ago and Tannehill finally came in. I was like, I was a little hesitant about, like, when he started playing good, I was like, dang, Tannehill really accelerated his game. But I didn't know if it was a fluke, and I think it might have been a fluke because I don't think Tannehill is going to be the guy to win the Titans a Super Bowl. No, like, I think Tannehill's play during the regular season and playoffs is like, two-faced to be honest like you look at him in the regular season he looks really good like people put him in like the MVP conversation early in the year but and obviously I mean you know Derrick Henry played but was he a hundred percent I mean I don't think he was was at all no he only rushed for like what 65 yards he yeah he didn't really do much he was limited I mean But, I mean, we see all you got to do to stop the Titans really is just stop the run, run. game, and Tannehill is going to fuck up the game. See, I think, I think, look at the receivers around the 
Tannehill, how does he not like strive with AJ Brown, who yeah. is a beast? And I mean, I do think Julio Jones is washed. Oh, so do I, but he's still better than average NFL receiver, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, there's def- he's got some weapons, and I feel like the pass game shouldn't be too difficult for him because Derrick Henry opens up. He, he I mean, oh. he opens that up for him a whole bunch. I mean, those linebackers crashing and those corners and yeah. safety secondary looking at the running back the whole time. I mean, you should yeah. be able to play action. I mean, I mean, play action should be like a, a glitch, yeah. to be honest. And it seems like when, when Derrick Henry is playing for the Titans, just it makes everything in the offense so much easier. For I agree. Everything works. I mean, Derrick Henry, he truly changes that franchise. I mean, yeah. look oh, at yeah. his rushing yards before he was hurt. Yeah. Like, 400 ahead of everybody. Else. I mean, yeah. it took Jonathan Taylor three weeks to catch up to him as soon as he got injured. They yeah. beat him in the Taylor, rushing. Taylor really didn't have the hottest start. I mean, no. Not, I mean, to be honest, no. But he picked, once Henry got hurt, I think he picked it up and proved himself as a top, he's top two running back in the league. Yeah. I mean. Do you know how well Burrow played? I didn't really get. I didn't get to watch that game. I was. I work, mean, but. Burrow has thrown 592 passing yards this playoffs in two games, has a average rating of 101 passer rating, and a 73 percent completion percentage for his first NFL like playoffs like games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean, I feel like, I mean, you got to give a lot of the Bengals success. I mean, you got to give some of that credit to Joe Burrow, dude. He, oh. I mean. Before Joe Burrow, Cincinnati. I mean, who expected? I mean, who expected them to be? Terrible. Who expected them to be in the AFC Championship? I mean, the beginning of the season. Yeah. Who, like, who, like, you know what I'm saying? He makes it so hard not to watch the Bengals. Yeah, dude, the Bengals are a fun team to watch. <coughs> they got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, C.J. Uzama. I mean, look at that. Joe Mixon. Look at that. They're y'all young too. The most of them are young. The swag that that. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! I mean, I mean, it's hard not to be like And their def and their defense isn't bad. They no, held Tennessee to sixteen. It's not bad, dude. Joe Burrow with the cigar in his mouth, like dude. That, that's such a badass. Joey Burr, dude. Joey, Joey Burr. Joe Shiesty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joey franchise. And then I think I think the Titans have a lot. I think they had. Obviously, I don't think the Titans were the number one team in the AFC. Either they do were I. The number one seed, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't think they're the number one team. Their defense still isn't anything special at all. Their quarterback is—I mean, we really don't know how good he actually is. We saw, you know, this year in the playoffs, he pretty much threw away the Titans' season. And then, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some holes within this Titans team, and I think they have to make a couple of moves in the offseason to really, if they want to really push themselves over the edge. And I think that their depth is going to come into play if Henry gets re-injured because he's a workhorse back. Yeah. Now, if he can stay yeah. healthy, where does that team go yeah. without him? Like, he's How always having foot problems with himself and, like, legs. Yeah. And that's that kills a running back. Because so everybody hits low on him because I'll – Damn big he is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That offense doesn't move without Derrick Henry. All right. Packers, Niners. This was the upset of the week. I think we can all say that. I personally thought the Packers were a Super Bowl lock. I even may have bet on it. I mean, I'm not 18, so I won't. I mean, I didn't bet on it. But if I did, you know, if I could bet, I'd, you know, I'd throw some 
maybe five piece on the Packers to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, can we give credit to the Niners defense real quick for holding Rodgers and Adams to yeah. That's Ooh. a young, solid defense. And, you know, going into this, I thought the issue was going to be the 49ers defense because they don't have that same defense they had a few years ago, you know, when they had DeForest Buckner, Buckner. Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm. You know, they had an elite defense back in the day. But it's kind of, to be honest, know, they lost some guys that's a younger defense, and they really stepped it up in Lambeau, the hardest place to play. I agree. Know, holding holding Green Bay to 10 points in the divisional round. Who would have expected that? You know what I'm saying? I think Kyle Shanahan has done a great job in oh, yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, he's lost a lot. Yeah. I mean, he has. But he's still, they're always up there. They're like, they've been up there the last three or four years. They've just been there. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, you know, eventually, if Trey Lance does take over at that quarterback position and he is legit. I mean, that's going to be a team to watch for next decade. Yeah, they're going to be a really good team. I mean, yeah, I, I 100% believe that too. And I mean, holding Rodgers 225, I mean. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers really didn't, you know, obviously he didn't do as well as what we thought he would do. Um, there wasn't really a whole lot of action in this game. It was the Niners won 13-10. to 10. You know, I mean, it was a close game, but not a lot happened on either side for offense. And, you know, I do like the Niners, and I do like this team, but I really just, there's no way Jimmy G is able to be at the quarterback position for a Super Bowl team. I just don't don't, see it, dude. I don't know, dude. Like, the Niners have beat L.A. twice this season. (sighs) Yeah, but but here, Jimmy G stats for that game. 11 for 19, 131 yards, and one interception. In the divisional? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's look, piss poor, dude. Jimmy G's best season, I mean, best game of the season was against L.A. and San Francisco. He was 15 for 19, had 141 passer rating, had two touchdowns, 182 yards on 19, on 15 completions. I, I mean, mean, yeah, but... It, <clears throat> I mean, if we really think about it, first of all, you said they beat, they beat L.A. twice, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's hard. It's hard to beat a team three times. It's hard to be a team. It's hard to be a team twice, let alone three times. Like yeah, yeah, it's hard to beat a team three times. And on the road at LA playoff game, the Rams are playing as like they're playing insane. OBJ's or OBJ's popping off. Can we talk about the star power on that defense? I mean, it's just um, it's just off the charts. I've never seen so much star power on a defense. Okay, so yeah, the. Rams Bucks game. I mean, that was a crazy finish. These these games were all crazy finishes, but dude, the Rams Bucks game. I mean, I watched that literally twenty seven to three. I think it was, and I was like, dude, this is gonna be like the Falcons game all over again. I was like, I I really feel like the Bucks are gonna come back and somehow find a way. Like I've seen it my whole life growing up. Tom Brady just coming back, winning football games when they matter. And I thought this was just going to be another one of those times. I mean, as soon as I saw Brady for that pass to Mike Evans against Jalen Ramsey one on one, I mean, how do you not expect him to come back from that? You don't see Jalen Ramsey get burnt like that. You ever? Don't you don't ever yeah. see it. I was literally in pure shock. I was in pure shock when I saw Mike Evans burn Ramsey. I was like, was that Ramsey that got burnt? I mean, yeah. we were watching the game together. <clears throat> oh yeah. And we, oh yeah. I mean, the emotion. 
emotions, what we were going, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was a God. roller coaster. Me and you jumping up and down. Yeah, oh yeah, dude, yeah. That, that was one of those games that gets you fired up and into it. I mean, but, I mean, at the end there, big play by Cooper Cup. It seems like Cooper Cup can just get open whenever he wants. He's literally a stud, best wide receiver in the league best this year. Best route runner, too. I mean, his routes are elite. He... Oh yeah, he's just, and he's, one thing that really separates him is he's such a smart player. Cooper Cup is a genius. Can we talk for a second how hard Scotty Miller was to guard for the Rams? Oh my gosh. I mean, Dude, Scotty the, re- the reason why, Scotty the reason up. why they went one-on-one with Ramsey on Evans like that, because Miller was, drove down the field just going after the opposite corner except for Ramsey. And Scotty's got some speed on him too, doesn't the bro- he? The broadcasters brought it up how Ramsey wanted the switch, but then it ended up not working out. Oh yeah, I get that. Ramsey, I mean, Ramsey was over there saying he's sick of what's going on. Kind of like what they were telling us. But yeah, he literally switched on to Mike yeah, Evans. Yeah, he said I want him, but then he goes and gets burner. I mean, what what are what's he thinking there? Like, but I mean, if you also you know, <clears throat> but he is the best in the league. Let's yeah. not forget that. Oh, if by far the best corner in the league. If you really look at the Buccaneers and the position Tom Brady was in, yeah, they were playing at home, but he had a beat up O line. Oh yeah, he didn't have a lot of his. Tar- he didn't have Chris Godwin, Godwin, and Chris Godwin is such an important piece to that receiving core. Oh, I hundred percent agree. In the that slot, he's a stud, and I mean, think about it. A couple weeks ago, he lost AB too, and I mean, most people were talking about you know. The whole situation of AB just acting. AB was playing good all year. I mean, AB was playing good all year. Yeah, and did you see? Uh, did you say AB's freaking post holding up the sign of Bucks eliminated? I, I saw that. Troll. I mean, I mean, and then today he he posted the thing in the Ravens jersey. You gotta love AB in the media. He brings so many memes. Like obviously. You know, he's obviously dealing with some CTE or mental health issues. Oh, 100%. You know, 100%. He denies, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. You can't deny it at this point, though. He's literally having psychotic breaks. Like, have you, seen them, have you seen him farting in front of his doctor? Have you guys seen that video? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, I know, but like, how... Like, what's going on through your head? I don't even know. I mean, Just like... Yeah. And that, that's like learning almost, like, you know? A.B. Kind of an idiot. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, Brady was put in a tough position to win that game. And, dude, the Rams defense, you know, Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. I mean, there's a lot of studs on that defense. And, I mean, the Rams, they have the pieces to win a Super Bowl. So They show up and play. And I think a lot lies on Matthew Stafford and how he plays as well. You know the X Factor on the team is? Is Cam Akers. The dude, yeah, the dude tore his ace, his Achilles. Yeah, an Achilles injury. Like most guys, even if you like tear it in training camp, like you're not playing that oh, season. Oh no, at all. Cam Akers showed up in the playoffs and he's playing football after tearing his Achilles. Like what? Six months ago. So real quick for you guys, just saying, in that last playoff game with the Rams and Buccaneers, Cam Akers carried the ball 24 times versus uh, Sony Michelle, their backup, only rushed once. So that means that. They were targeting Aker every time, and he still rushed for an average of two yards. Not terrible, over twenty-four carries. Yeah, no, I, I mean two's not, two's not great. The Tampa was able to contain him well, but I do think he's a great running back. 
and we're, I think we see him maybe start to pop out next game if they get the run game going against the Niners, which they, I think they, they could. need to. They could. They need to get the run game going because I feel like the Niners are going to play like double double cup. Yeah. I mean, like. How do you um, roll without guarding Cooper Cup though? At this point? I mean, in the slot with like OBJ on outside. And, it's hard to make. And OBJ opens that pass yeah. game up for Cup a lot yeah, more. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. look at what he's done from compared to like Cleveland versus now. That shows you that Baker Mayfield's not the, what the Cleveland Browns need. Baker Mayfield just went through a surgery too, though, so who knows? Maybe you know. I will. Okay, yeah. Story. I mean, I feel like That's we true. have to cut Baker a little slack because <clears throat> he did. I mean, dude, he was battling so many injuries the whole year, but. Also, dude, I really don't – I just don't see Baker Mayfield as an elite quarterback, and I don't think he'll ever be an elite quarterback. I think he's just average at best. Yeah, I yeah, he's average. That's what I think, I just, too. Yeah. I mean, he's just – I don't know. He's had weapons around him. Mm-hmm. With Jarvis Landry, still pretty decent receiver. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he hasn't been nearly what he was now. Oh, before, no. No. He's still a great I mean, athletic yeah. receiver. Oh, yeah. And then also another guy who doesn't get enough credit on that Rams team, Van Jefferson. Oh my that gosh! Dude really stepped it up this I year. I mean, I know he didn't have. Did he have anything? No, last game I don't think he did much. Two but receptions, twenty nine yards. Yeah, I, he didn't do much, but all year that dude has stepped it up. And that one game, game, what game did he have? Like he popped off. Yeah, I know. I think that was like the game. I don't. I think it might have been after Woods got hurt, but when Woods went down. And they found out he tore his ACL or whatever, dude. Jefferson was next man up, and he was there ready stepped to go. Up. Yeah, he stepped, stepped up. Yeah, he stepped up. I'll tell you what will be the X factor for the Rams this weekend compared to last week in the turnovers. They had four turnovers in a playoff game versus Brady. Yeah. Now, I know they're not going against Brady that week, but... For the were they all fumbles? Were they all fumbles, too? Yeah, four lot, fumbles, yeah. two from Akers, one from Cup. That one, that one. That one from Cup, I think all of us were... Well, I think the one from Akers, because yeah. they could have sealed the game and just yeah. run the, run yeah, the ball. Yeah. Is that on defense? Does that dude play defense? I don't even know who Brian Allen is. Yeah, I mean, dude, the Rams gave the Buccaneers so many chances to win that game. Oh, 100%. He, just, he was getting rushed every single oh, play. He was getting... He threw, the ball 50, he threw the ball 54 times that game. Yeah, and he got drilled. Their left tackle. He got drilled. The left tackle. I mean, Smith, I think, is the left tackle's name. He was just... I mean that's how that's how Von Miller got that strip sack against him. I mean just beat like burn him off the edge and his Yeah. Um so yeah, that was the Rams box game and then the final game which was like dude, that might have been the craziest football game I've ever watched. There's I mean it's up there in the conversation that divisional Chiefs Bills game is going to be talked about for a long time. Somehow, some way, the Chiefs pulled that off. I know some people think that Burrow and Herbert are the next Brady and Manning, but I'll tell you what: Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen's duel in the AFC is will going to be one for the ages in the next decade. Oh my yeah, gosh! How yeah. fun is that for us football fans to see them be young and see this kind of competition? I mean, it's crazy, dude. It's the stuff they are doing. Josh Allen in two games had nine touchdowns and zero interceptions and lost. And, and lost. A fun fact, too. I'm sure we heard it during the game if you watched it. The most touchdowns ever thrown in a playoff were 11. And he had done nine in two games. That's insane. I mean, 
that. I didn't even hear that, but that's yeah, that's a crazy stat. Through nine and two playoff games, two playoff games, but I mean, dude, some you... of the throws that Patrick like credit to Josh Allen too. He made some crazy throws, but some of the throws that you see Patrick Mahomes make. Like nobody else in the world can make the throws. The one sidearm throw, I forget who it was. Uh, it was too. under the arm of that dude. It was literally button. wrapped the ball around this dude's body. For it hit Tyree Cry on stride. Yeah, perfect throw. I personally think it's his baseball background helps out a lot from those weird. Oh, hundred percent. Oh yeah, and the diving an, for the end zone. He was yep. an infielder, I believe. I think he yeah. played middle infield, so just being able to throw that ball from any angle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean, that, the baseball background definitely helps, and you see that, too, in Kyler Murray. That's how yeah. he kind of gets his, you know, baseball swag in the football game. Can I ask you a question real quick, Drew? What? Who do you think is better, Kyler Murray or Joe Burrow? <clears throat> Dude, I mean, that's a tough question because they both have their strengths and weaknesses. But honestly, dude, I mean, okay, who do I think is better as in raw talent? I think Kyler Murray. But who's going to be the better franchise QB? I'm going to have to go with Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is a franchise quarterback. Real quick. He turned around Cincinnati. Where do you see Kyler Murray? You know, I I disagree with you. I know I wasn't directly asked, but I'm I'm a part of this. Yeah, no, I get it. So... Where do you think Kyler Murray's game is better than Burrow's currently? Besides maybe his athleticism, but I mean, I would rather have a little less mobile QB that throws like Burrow than. But I, Kyler I'm Murray. saying, I'm saying that Kyler Murray has the potential to. Kyler Murray, I think, has more upside than Joe Burrow, in my opinion. But I don't think he'll get to where Joe Burrow was. I think Kyler Murray just isn't as smart as Joe Burrow. He can make the throws. He can make those deep bomb throws. We've seen him hum the ball down the field. Honestly, it's just about his decision making that I think limits him from what I think from where I think he's able to go. That's what I was saying. I think it also, you know, no disrespect to my short kings out there. We love you. Um uh, he just he's not he the small. biggest guy out there, you know. That's and, true. That, and that makes you wonder about injuries. <clears throat> where he's gonna go from that yeah i mean see my take on this is that murray murray was an mvp front runner first six seven games into the season yeah with deandre hopkins deandre hopkins gets hurt that's true he drops that's true he didn't have deandre hopkins for like a lot of the season, and I mean, I'm, I mean, shoot, that goes back to college too. I mean, the reason why I think this is my the reason why Murray had the stats he had in college, it wasn't the Heisman, was C. D. Lamb. C. D. Lamb was a stud for Oklahoma, along with Murray. Man, it just seems like wide receivers are getting more and more talented too. I mean, look at look at Justin Jefferson. Can we talk about JJ real quick? Dude, and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Those LSU boys, bro. I mean, is that wide receiver university? I, I, it's either not, them or Bama, close, dude. Yeah, them or Bama for sure. Dude, the the talent in those quarterback, I mean, in those college locker rooms with quarterbacks too, for for like Alabama and stuff is crazy. Oh yeah. Jalen Hurts, <clears throat> Mac Jones, then who else was it on that roster? Two. Times. Oh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was on the roster. Oh, yeah, yeah. And two of us too. Yeah. Quarterback room. They're all starting quarterbacks right now. 
I mean, I think that's, that's the reason why I think Bryce Young won the Heisman this year was because he was he took a year oh, behind okay. Mac Jones, and Mac Jones was yeah. one of the smartest college quarterbacks I think I've ever witnessed or watched. So I think Bryce Young learned a lot from that. And look at him, won the Heisman, broke records from SEC championship records to like SEC passing, like all time passing yards leader in a season. I mean, I mean that's crazy stuff. Yeah. Okay, so the question is. Can either of these teams in the conference championship, can either road team win? Do you think either the Bengals or the Niners have a chance this weekend? Do we think the Niners can go into L.A. and beat the Rams? Do we think that the Bengals can go in Arrowhead in front of those crazy fans that, that, I mean... No question, they were making it a little more difficult for Josh Allen. Can the Bengals go on the road and steal it? Listen, I'm going to talk about the Niners in L.A. first. All right. The Niners have won two games against L.A. this season. One game was a 21-point blowout, and the other was an OT win in L.A. That OT win shows more than what you think. That shows adversity hits in a divisional rival game. Yeah. Don't forget, these two are NFC West rivals. Yeah. And Jimmy G's best game of the season was against L.A. And the thing that really surprised me the most was that Stafford has thrown four picks against the Niners defense. The yeah. four out of the 17 this year. And I, to be honest, I think it's just going to be a low-scoring game. I mean, I mean, I think I'm taking, I mean, I'm taking an under on that, to be honest. If, like, if, if we want to bring up the betting, I think that, you know, we've seen the Niners win. The Rams' defense currently... And their offense are all firing, come off a huge win against Brady. The confidence in that locker room right now has to be at an all-time high. Give me the Rams. But look at the four. Look, you don't think the 49ers conference is going crazy right now after just stunning the number one seed? Yeah, but at the end of the day, I think that's all going to come down to quarterback play. And I just don't see Jimmy G outperforming Stafford. Now, if Stafford, if, if Stafford throws a couple picks, the Niners can win this football game for sure. If Stafford made the makes the mistakes that he has earlier in the year and that we've seen cost him football games, if he does that, then the Niners definitely have a shot at this game. The Niners have a shot at this game, in my opinion. But, I mean, obviously, I'm taking the Rams in this, dude. I just think the Rams have too much pressure on defense. I think they're going to get to Garoppolo, and I think Garoppolo is going to shit the bed like he does every game. Smitty, what's your pick on that game? So my biggest key to the game is if Jimmy G is going to show up, like Drew said. Yep. I think he has the most versatile player in the game in Debo Samuel. And, and we love having you on the podcast right now. I mean, as a host, especially because you have that quarterback knowledge. You've been yeah. in the games. You've seen the situation. How are you feeling? How, how do you think they're – what's the mental like currently for those quarterbacks? I think, I think what Jimmy G – needs to do I think he needs to use his weapons for I mean Brandon Brandon Ayuk is one of the best young receivers in the game he's most underrated one of the most underrated receivers in the game I mean he has a strong defense behind him so he has to put points up on the board I mean Jimmy G no matter what I mean with Raheem Moster the Purdue grad um like I think I, I think it's just crazy like I think Jimmy G needs needs to sh- needs to prove this game that he is a franchise quarterback or I think, I, or else I think Trey, Young, Trey Lance is going to start next year. I mean, which I think it's time for Shanahan to make the switch if this, if Jimmy G doesn't perform well in this huge conference game. Yeah, I mean, if Jimmy G doesn't show up this weekend on Sunday, I definitely think there's going to be some reevaluating at the quarterback position for the 49ers. 
Okay, so do we... Okay, now, the Bengals. Oh, let me talk. Wait, can we go back to that 49? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go My ahead. pick go for ahead. that game, uh, I'm still going to pick LA. But I'm picking the dog fight, though. I'm picking, like, almost as late as those divisional rounds. What are we thinking, like, score-wise? What do you, what's your score? Dude, I'm taking, like... I don't even know if a team will score two touchdowns game. I'm I'm picking a lot of field goals in the game. I'm picking Robbie Gold. Robbie, I mean, Robbie Gold, like, played a hell of a game versus uh, the Packers. I mean, have you seen that video of him kicking in front of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders? I mean... Yeah. I mean, dude, I think Ayuk is honestly so good, and he could be utilized so much better. Like, I want to see Trey Lance in that offense because so I feel I. like he can do so much more. I mean, he's a great runner. You see that in college at uh, North Dakota State. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. great. He's a, he's a athletic and has a strong arm. I mean, and we're still, Trey Lance, I'm a, we've heard from players on the 49ers that during scout team when he's imitating another quarterback, when he's, you know, trying to – they said that he's absolutely tore it up and showed great talent and has honestly beat him, they, they say. They say that yeah. they're they're getting beat by him. So, what does that say? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bengals, Chiefs, do we think? Also, score for that? Score for the Niners game? Give me the Rams 22-16. That's my score. See, I don't think they're going to score that high. I'm, I'm going, like, I'm going to go 13 to... I'm gonna say ten. I'm gonna do the same score You're as saying like an absolute dog. I'm saying a dog fight, dude. Seventeen fourteen. Okay. Rams. Rams. Everyone's okay. got the Rams. All right. Bengals, Chiefs at Arrowhead. <clears throat> Did the Bengals have a shot, or do we think the Chiefs are just too much? Playoff Chiefs is a different breed. Playoff Pat, different breed. What do we think, Smitty? So I think to the key to this game, I think if Tyron Matthew does not play. I have the Cincinnati Bengals winning this game. But if he does play, I have them winning this game. You got the Chiefs winning if Matthew plays? Yeah, I do. That's what I was going to say. I think we're going to have to see where Matthew's at this week because he's he brings a lot to that defense, not just play style leadership-wise. I mean, I mean, we saw that that Buffalo team, I mean, that Chiefs team can be scored against pretty, pretty easily. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, since when Cincinnati played um, Kansas City at home, I mean, Cincinnati held uh, Hill and Kelsey to sixty-five yards combined to each other. I mean, yeah. Burrow threw for four forty-nine, <clears throat> and Jamar Chase had his best game of his rookie season with three touchdowns and two hundred sixty-six yards. Did they beat, did they beat the Chiefs? Yes, earlier? thirty-four, thirty-one, and exact same game that we've seen in the last four or five AFC Championship in Arrowhead. I'm talking shootout. I'm talking. I mean. No one can stop. I don't think no one can stop the Chiefs right now. No one in the NFL can stop the Chiefs right now. With Hill and Mahomes playing the way he is, with Hill and Kelsey, I mean, it's just going to be hard to beat. I mean, yeah. but I think Joe Burrow has enough clutchness in him, and I think he has enough weapons around him to win that. I, dude, I love this Bengals team, and I want to see them win this game. I think everybody Not does. because I don't like Pat Mahomes. I fucking love Pat Mahomes. So do I. I love watching that dude play. But, dude, the swagger this Bengals team has and the story and, you know, Cincinnati, you know, everyone wants to see Cincy win it. That'd be fucking sweet. First time ever. But, dude, again, 
I mean, this Chiefs offense looks deadly. And their defense, you know, last game got torn up a little bit, but their defense hasn't been bad this year. It's been solid. I think it's better than in years past. Kansas City or the Chiefs? I mean, Kansas City or the Bengals? I think Kansas City's defense. See, I think I think the weakest point on that Kansas City team is their secondary. Because I don't know yeah. if Matthews in play. I don't know how that. Sure. I don't know how that secondary guards Higgins, Chase. I mean, it just. Yeah. It's definitely unlimited. gonna be. It's gonna be tough to guard the Bengals. Very good wide receivers, dude. The Bengals have Jamar Chase, stud. Uh, Tyler Boyd, Tyler who Boyd's isn't a bad. He's a solid receiver, and I think, you know, on a different team, maybe he plays even better he's just the third option and yeah. T Higgins I mean he's a stud too yeah. he's young he's gonna get better this Bengals team is only getting better Joe Mixon's a stud Joe Mixon's one of I think he's the most underrated running back in the league to be honest their running back Uzama stepped it up he's been playing well I think the Bengals are a very good team but I just don't see them getting past the Chiefs so real quick guys I was just looking up something for us that how can you not say the Chiefs though they just went up against the number one defense in the league, rated almost in every category, against the Bills, and we and saw tore them up. I, I, they didn't act. You know, it was a close game, but there was a lot of scoring at the end of it. You know, so like, oh, yeah. how dominant is this Chiefs offense? They I mean, scored, can anybody handle it? Yeah, they the, the Chiefs and Bills game. I saw something crazy on like ESPN. They scored 25 points, I think, in, like, the last 150 in the game. That is insane. 25 points. They were just back and forth. You knew whoever had the ball was scoring, which, I mean, here comes another debate that everybody's been talking about. Does the overtime rule need to change? Do we need to change the overtime rules? I think I – think, here's what I think it should be. I think teams should start from the 40-yard line. And be just like college without their without their own forty or their opponent's forty. Their opponent's forty. Their opponent. Okay. And start that with a fifteen minute clock, just playing that. And you have to. And I think you should have to go for two every time, kind of like college does when it gets to the third overtime. And real quick, talking about this overtime stuff, I would like to just say a shout out to Josh Allen for handling it as gracefully as he did. Oh yeah. He took it on the chin like a champ. We know that he has to not be feeling good that he didn't get a shot especially for how good he was playing. So, you know, shout out to him for really still well, keeping his head high and bringing in a good And mindset. actually, so a couple years back when the Patriots and Chiefs played, I think it was the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. and it was a back-and-forth game, Brady went to OT, Patriots won the coin toss, Brady just wins the game on the first drive. After, after that NFL season, the Chiefs recommended a – rule the overtime rule change to get rid of the you know first scores game they you know they requested a change in the rules it got turned down here we see it again a couple years later it works out in the chief's favor and they're able to beat the bills i honestly think that there needs to be a rule change with the overtime i mean for josh allen for him to play how he did and for that to happen, for him to not even get a chance, I, I mean, well, dude, like, give this man a shot. He didn't have a shot. And, and, and I think that the NFL needs to do it sooner than later. If it keeps getting pushed back, 
more and more shit's going to happen. Listen. Offenses are just going to get better. Look at the talent that everybody's coming up with now. Look at the young stars yeah. coming I mean, up. I mean, it's just going to get even more like that. Game. It's an offensive game. Like, I think if Josh Allen wins that coin toss, the Bills win that coin toss, they, they go down and score the a win. They go out and Whoever win. Whoever wins the coin toss wins the game in overtime, it That's, feels like. You know, and I agree, guys, but does that make having a great defense even that much more important? Well, defense wins championships. Exactly. I mean, so it, it, it's you can look at it from so many ways, and nothing will ever truly be right in that situation, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. But we have to come to a happy medium somewhere. But can I talk about something real quick? With yeah. Patrick Mahomes... He's playing with a chip on his shoulder right now. With all the crap everybody's been talking about with him. Like, beginning of the season, everybody said, why is Patrick Mahomes playing like this? Why is he playing so bad? I mean, look at him now. In this year's, in two games, he has 76 completion percentage. 8 for 1, touchdown to interception ratio. 130 passer rating. And 782 passing yards in two games. That's, that's insane. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty freaking the ridiculous. dude is playing with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it time and time again with that man. Stud. Absolute stud. He's the uh, best quarterback in the game. Yeah, for sure. Do you think people have Patrick Mahomes figured out, though? Like people were saying? No. I, I don't think you can figure out Pat Mahomes. I think whatever you give him, he's going to find a way around it. And with the weapons he has? To play. And to piggyback off of that for you guys, do you think that if you're a top 10 quarterback in the league, you can't be figured out? I mean, I think. I, dis- I disagree with that, 100%. No. Yeah, I mean, only me the too. best of the best can figure out so stuff. There's, there's only yeah, yeah. There's only a few guys, the top tier guys, that can do that. I think you I mean, know most like ninety nine percent of QBs can be figured out, but the guys like Brady, the guys like Rogers, the guys like Mahomes. I mean, you can't. There's nothing you can do. Those guys are gonna find a way to make plays. Except maybe Rodgers in the playoffs. But yeah. <laughs> those dudes are going to find a way to make plays. Uh, today, actually, t- we're filming this on Tuesday, by the way. Sean Payton is leaving the Saints. Wow. Just wow. First and they didn't all, say... Who expected say, that? They didn't say he was retiring. But and I'm but I'm pretty sure he's never going to coach again. I, I don't see him coming back. He could, but I just don't see him. I saw a, I saw an article on Twitter that's saying that he might go to the Cowboys. I saw something like that, which too. could be crazy with Mike McCarthy going out of Cowboy, uh, out of Dallas, which I think I McCarthy think really should be going. I mean, he shit the bed. Yeah, McCarthy I mean, is a terrible coach. I don't I didn't understand the hire when they hired him. He's piss poor as a coach. Speaking of coaches, I I know we're this is kind of off track, but can we talk about McDermott and the balls that that man has? Oh. There? Coaching. Oh yeah, I mean fourth down, fourth and fourth and thirteen. They scored twice on fourth down, and just the ability to make that call and be confident about it says something about. That shows the confidence he has in his quarterback. They literally said the announcers, or yeah, they said on the broadcast that McDermott wasn't fucking around and he was going for it on fourth down most of the time, and he did most of the time. And I think you have to give a lot of credit to the Bills' success to Sean McDermott. I mean, he loaded up that defense. You know, he's... I mean, that offense is insane. Their offense is insane. They need to develop a little bit of a run game, but I think that offense is almost perfect. Dude, and we... I mean, we have to talk about number 13 for the Bills. Four touchdowns. I mean... Four touchdowns. Nobody thought that that was going to happen either. 
Nobody was picking that to happen. And that, I mean, Gabriel Davis, I mean, he he looked like a star receiver out there. That did like that honestly didn't even look fluky to me. That dude is a really good receiver, and I think he's gonna get paid somewhere. I'm pretty sure he's a free agent, but when whenever he is a free agent, he's gonna get paid and he's gonna be an important piece to a football team. Did you guys see that route he had when he put that guy on his ass? Yeah, that just, was filthy. I'm watching it right now over here, he juked him the fuck out. He put that man on a map. I mean, dude had some big plays. I mean, oh, yeah. two one. I mean, two hundred one yards on eight receptions. That's at least twenty yards. That's, that's twenty yards. That's twenty yards of reception. All night yeah. he was getting open with it seems like ease. I mean, a lot of times even if you rewatch it, he's in open field most yeah. of the time. It, it was just impressive. And you oh, know yeah. what? Overall, that's, that's that's what I love about football. Anybody can that's become true. a game changer in a second. Playoff football, it's anyone's game. Anyone can step up and make a play. Anyone can go win a football game. And, I mean, we saw a lot of that this weekend. Robbie Gold, Evan McPherson, I mean, Gabriel Davis making game-changing plays, Pat Mahomes making game-changing plays. What about, we saw a lot of stars pop out what this past Travis weekend. What about Travis Kelsey recently, though, and his clutchness? I mean, yeah. that's the Kelsey second made time big plays. Got him in the range. Take the final catch in OT, you know. That's, I mean, that 13-second drive they have, Kelsey was hit, was it once or twice on that? And they were big plays yeah, he had hit on. OT, Kelsey made that that jumping catch in the end zone, got two feet in. I mean, it seems like every week that Kelsey, Kelsey just has an continues. opportunity, he's, he takes the opportunity and he... See, I used to think that Kittle was better than Kelsey, overall tight end. But, Dude, and Kittle's a stud. And Kittle's a stud. I mean, the best blocking tight end I've, I personally have ever seen. I mean, the dude just lays people on their ass, and oh, yeah. he makes big plays on yak catches. I mean, they're crazy. But after, we, but after, but yeah. after what, I mean, Kelsey has done over the last two years, I mean, the man is just like unguardable. Yeah, I feel like we undervalue the tight end position so much too because it's such an important position to an offense. I'm sure you can tell us all about it. Oh, I mean, tight ends are huge. I mean, you want red zone, you want third downs, the safety blanket everybody has. I mean, look at the great tight ends in the NFL. I mean, Kelsey, Kittle, Mark Andrews. I mean, Uzma from the Bengals is going, I mean, -hmm. mean, it's, it's like the... I think the position of the tight end with Kyle Pitts coming in, changing the tight end position a little bit, but more of a receiving, I think the, the position is going to change in the next couple of years. And I think outside of the quarterback position, you know, the tight end position, you have to have, like, a lot of flexibility because oh. you have to do everything. Everything. you got to block. you got to run routes. you got to catch passes, and you got to make plays for your offense. And usually, if you're catching the ball, you got to be – you gotta catch it every time as a tight end. Oh, yeah. I mean, when yeah. you're targeted as a tight end, it's usually in that clutch moments that you were talking about—the third downs, the red zone. So to be a great tight end, you have to have soft hands too, and it's just so impressive how they can block, catch everything. It's, yeah, it's, it's like the Swiss Army knife of the offense. And guys like Kelsey, you know, Kittle, Waller, Mark Andrews. These dudes are running routes like wide receivers. I see it the most out of Kelsey. Kelsey literally looks like a fucking wide receiver. I don't know, but Mark Darren Waller from the Raiders is oh, a stud. He's a, yeah, he's a dude. Bad man. Badass, badass dude. I mean, he has a hell of a story too. Oh, hell of a story. Yeah. I mean, with him and I, th- to be honest, I think Derek Carr, Derek Carr is going to be 
a top ten quarterback next year with with the pieces he has I've around him. I always like Carr too. I like Carr, and you know who I do. You know who I do think deserves another chance at a starting QB job somewhere in the NFL. Marcus Mariota. I saw, I saw the plays he made for the Raiders, and that dude can still make plays. And you know, if his passing game did improve. He can, I mean, he can lead a football said, team, man. We've seen him on the ground, but can he, can he throw? Can he, yeah, exactly, I 100%. I think we could talk about this Raiders team for a whole episode this season. Just the story yeah. and uh, what, what happened yeah. for them to still make it to the playoffs, crazy. Yeah. Shout out to the coach who stepped up, I forget his name currently. Yeah. Yeah. Who stepped, stepped up, up mid-season and really, I think, like, he kept that team alive. Shoot, they make it to the playoffs. They need the last two games to go to Indy, beat them on a last-second field goal. And then who they who they play in the last game of the season? Chargers. Yeah. They beat Herbert. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big game for him. I kind of, I honestly wanted to see Jay Herb in the play. I wanted so to see I. playoff Jay Herb. That would have been dope. But uh, the, Herbert the versus fact. Burrow matchup in that game would have been crazy. Those are my two favorite young quarterbacks right now. I yeah. think Herbert's so, like, he's so quiet, humble, but yet the clips that we see of him are Real quick, can we rank the top five young quarterbacks in the league? Real quick, like under, under say the under age of twenty six. Okay, is Mahomes twenty six yet? No, you can still count Mahomes a young quarterback. I think we got in no in no particular order. I think no, you gotta do the order. You gotta do it. All right, you gotta give me a second for that. Do you have yours ready? Oh, I got mine ready. Yeah, you gotta give me a second for that. Number one, you got you gotta go with you gotta go with Patty Mahomes. Number one, I mean obviously, and clear cut number two is Josh Allen. Obviously. Yeah. Three? Two is all the same oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. Now, three, four, five? It's, dude, it gets tough. I mean, it gets is tough. Three? How old is, is Lamar under 25? Yeah, yes. I have Lamar at three. Listen, Ravens were eight and three before a dude gets injured. The dude, I think, has proved everybody, every one of his haters wrong with the stuff that he's doing think, on the air, yeah. and he's still impressing people on the ground, too. I mean, it's crazy. Four? I gotta go with Joey Franchise, dude. Joey Franchise really? is better than Herbert. Over Jay Herb? I have Bert, Herbert. I disagree. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Herbert four and Burrow five. I don't. I don't think, dude. I don't. I mean, dude. I just, you switch in possessions. Who's going to the playoffs? Joey B. Joey B. I know, dude. But I mean, honestly, though, look at the Chargers' fucking defense, though. They are fucking not good. Well, they have, trash. I mean, it's not terrible. Herbert I mean, had to fucking go out and play his best game every week because that defense was atrocious. So, if we want to look at stat-wise between Burrow and Herbert, real quick, Herbert threw more completions. He also attempted more, though. All their numbers are so close, I mean... Besides yards... I mean, yeah, you really can't go... I mean, either way, these two dudes are both studs. They're both stuck. That's why I said about the Brady and Manning comparison earlier. Yeah, but also, Burrow's line is not good. It's not gr- It's been a lot better than years past, but it yeah, it hasn't been great. Or it hasn't been great. Quarterback to get sacked 51 times in one year. Yeah. And not- he's taking, dude, Burrow's a tough dude. Have you seen the hits? Yeah, he's a tough mother. Like, oh, I mean, the dude tore his, did he tear his ACL last year? Didn't he tear his ACL last year? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the video of him being clobbered by Chase Young? Oh, yeah. And yeah. gets right back up from it. Dude is tough, plays smart, and one hell of a young quarterback yeah, he in the league. He shows some grit. I every mean, every game we see it from him. 
and he's out there giving it his all, laying it on the line for his team every single game, and that's why we see the Bengals in the AFC Championship. All right, we're going to get into our weekly five-minute debate. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll explain it a little bit. It's pretty self-explanatory, but we're going to set a clock for five minutes. We have a topic, and we're going to debate about it. This week's topic... One sec, let's get the clock set up here. Yeah, this week's second. topic is it's about A-Rod and not the baseball player that did steroids. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Where will Aaron Rodgers play next? Do you think he's going back to the Green Bay? Well, yeah, where do you where do you think he's going, Smitty? I want no. Ready? I want to. I want to start with G. I want to start with G. You start with Grant. Okay, uh, Grant, give your opinion. All right, this timer starting now. Aaron Rodgers. You know. You know. So just so you know, everybody's favorite team around the room. I believe yours two are the Colts. Okay. I, I'm different. I'm a Steelers fan. Colts are my number two because of where I live. So man, I would love to see Rodgers in Pittsburgh because I think that makes them Super Bowl favorites. But realistically, where do I see? It's just, okay. just Pittsburgh. I, I gotta say that I want to speak it into existence. Rodgers to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Super Bowl champ soon. You're, you heard it here first. I got three teams that I had it down to. Of you know, I was thinking, where is Rodgers gonna go? The three times, the three teams I had, I had Pittsburgh as one of them. I think he'd be a great fit with the Steelers. I think him and Tomlin would work great together. You know, Tomlin's an all-time great coach. He's one of the best coaches to ever do it. And I think, you know, you throw Rodgers into that offense with Najee, Deontay Johnson. They have some young Claypool. studs. Claypool. Claypool. I think, you know, with Rodgers on that team, he can turn Claypool. You know, he can take Claypool to that next level, to where we think he could go. Kind of like Al Lazard kind of type. Right. And, or I think even, you know, even Chase Claypool could be way better than Alan Lazard. Oh, 100%. Way fucking better. We see, we've we seen but I'm just Claypool saying... make some crazy plays. Y- yeah. His and, football IQ, though, just it needs to improve yeah, a little bit. Yeah. He needs to not fucking throw celebrations when we're in fucking two-minute drill trying to win a football yeah. game. But I have the Steelers. I have the Denver Broncos. Another interesting situation. I think a lot of that his decision on Denver is going to depend on who they hire as his next coach. If they hire their, a guy who I think could maybe lure Rodgers into going there, Brian Flores. If Brian Flores goes to Denver, I think there is a chance wherever Brian Flores goes that Rodgers follows him there. I do not. I think the Dolphins firing Brian Flores was one of the biggest fuck-ups that franchise has ever made. They won six in a row with him. It's going to haunt him. And I think Tua's fucking trash. So do I. You know, Tua just, he doesn't have the arm. He doesn't have the arm. Yeah, let's be honest about Tua here. He's a piss-poor quarterback except for 10-yard throws, 15. And we gotta quit back. People gotta quit backing him up. He's fucking trash. He's not good. Okay, but, and then the third team I had, which I think is the best-case scenario for Aaron Rodgers, the San Francisco 49ers. But He would change that whole team and I know they drafted Trey Lance and I know they have Jimmy Garoppolo who's their starting QB right now but you put Rodgers on that 49ers team with the weapons they have with Debo Samuel Ayuk he would turn Ayuk into a superstar with George Kittle with that young solid defense that's only getting better I think Aaron Rodgers on the 49ers is a Super Bowl trip 
So here's my take. At the least. Rodgers to Denver. Listen. Okay. Listen. You have a young stud in Jerry Judy with Cortland Sutton sitting next to him. And you have a new coach coming in that will take Rodgers like he wants in Green Bay to give him freedom to do whatever he wants. Who wouldn't let Rodgers do whatever he wants? And I mean, the Broncos are ranked third in overall team defense in this year. I mean, their defense, you don't hear a lot of names. You don't really hear a lot of names, do you? Yeah. But, I mean, but still, they are solid. And they stop teams down in the mile, what's the stadium called, mile high? Yeah, mile high. That's yes. also one thing I want to bring up. Because, you know, we saw Brady Patrick, go to the Bucs. Uh, what's that one guy? My bad, my bad. What's that one guy, the corner on the Broncos, that's been a stud? Certain. Patrick oh, Sertain, the corner. Yes. That dude's a stud. I mean, for a f- clamps. I mean, as a as a rookie in the NFL putting clamps on top receivers like that, I think I think I think their defense is really really tough. Solid. Go ahead, Grant. Sorry. So, so real quick, you know, we got 45 seconds left by the way. So I'm going to make this quick. Does where he's going, does the atmosphere, the climate, does any of that play a factor because we saw Brady go down to Florida. He's loving life down there. You know, it's nice. Can we see that play a factor? But I don't think Rodgers, I, I don't think he really cares about that. I mean, you I mean, see he stays in Green Bay. He's playing in Lambeau. Lambeau's exactly. cold, yeah, dude. Nobody it's wants cold. to go fucking play in Green but, but, Bay. Yeah. Dude, but we saw that with Brady. He was playing in the cold up in Boston. Do we see him want to go to somewhere it's nicer? Al- but it's also Denver, thinner air up there. Easier yeah. to get the football yeah, down football. field. Oh, yeah. And he can already nuke it. Seeing him throw it in Denver would be interesting. All year round, Oh, yeah. And what are the chances maybe Sean Payton goes to Denver with him? Dude. That would be insane. That would be insane. All right. Our five minutes is up. Can I, t- can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Listen, there's been a lot of talk about Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson leaving Seattle. Imagine Russell Wilson in Seattle. In I, mean, I, see, I mean, Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh. Dude, Pittsburgh, they, they could do a lot this offseason. It just depends, you know, which Do they have the cap space? They could do a lot, though. They could do a lot, but they... That's your team, G. So, Tell us what you want. Tell us what you want. As the Steelers fan, you know, man, we have a great defense. I mean, not a great defense. Our defense is solid enough, though, especially with T.J. Watt. Got defense by ear. I mean, so I think that Mason Rudolph can't come in and be... No, he's I'm, fucking... Or Dwayne Haskins, either. Not Dwayne Haskins, either. That's Garrett's bitch. Yeah, dude, that's a hateable face. Get him the fuck out of Pittsburgh. So anyway, we need to attack a franchise quarterback who has, who already has seasons under them. We, right now, we aren't in rebuild mode yet quite yet. We still have talent, so we need a quarterback who's been there, can get us in the playoffs, who's been to a Super Bowl at least, or been in the playoffs, has gone deep, and really has just, they have their experience. We don't need a new quarterback, so I want... I want somebody with experience. That's what I think we need. A yeah. leader. And we need a new leader. Yep. And Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, you can't go wrong with either guy. And either guy, I mean, you look at their defense, TJ Watt, Depoy. Oh, hell Depoy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stud. You look at that defense, studs already. You look at that offense, they have all the pieces on offense except for the court. They just need a quarterback to win the Super Bowl. That's it. That's literally it. That's all they need. All right. Let's get into some NCAA basketball. So we saw last weekend, or a little before that, Purdue loses to IU. That was all heartbreaks for us, by the way. All it killed me. Yeah. It, it killed me. Rob, 
game winner in the corner. The pretty home. pretty dirty. Hometown dog Robert Fennessy, who used to go to McCutcheon, Shout the out. school I'm currently at now, hits the dagger. And I mean, you know, if it was any other guy, I would have probably been breaking shit in my room. But since it was Rob, you know, I feel a little better about the loss, but I still piss we lost to IU and I hate IU fans. They think they're good and they're not. That was their national that was their national championship. That Am I wrong? National championship, and that's notice how IU fans it always goes. Oh yeah, how many nays? Yeah, yeah. I mean, bullshit. All time record is like one hundred twenty something to I mean, eight, like ninety. Let's just talk about how tough it is to win on the road in the Big Ten. Oh, it's, it's tough, dude. It's tough. Even if you're going, I mean, like, I mean, we saw at the Rutgers. I mean, they made it a tough game, and they they beat us. It's yeah. tough. Any team on the road in the Big Ten, it's not a gimme. But there's been some upsets. I mean, Northwestern at Michigan State. Yeah. And I mean, uh, Ma- I think Maryland beat Wisconsin at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is one of the hottest teams in basketball behind Johnny Davis, which is my national player of the year right now. I mean, Wisconsin is a good, fundamental, old, old basketball team. Can we talk about Jaden Ivey a little bit? I'm reading this off CBSSports.com. NBA draft prospect rankings. Jaden Ivey is the new number one NBA draft prospect. Listen. He replaces Paulo Banchero as the top NBA draft prospect on the big board. Jane Ivey has everything an NBA scout or GM, coach, whatever want. Yeah. Athleticism, he's... His shooting in, ability has increased, increased a lot. Three-point... Yes, I 100% agree. Yeah. I mean, when the, team, when the team needs a bucket versus IU, I mean, he was... Like only one doing anything in the second half. I mean, look right, at the dude. Stud. He is the most one of the most athletic people I've ever seen. At and you Purdue. know who is who else is a stud? Which unfortunately I don't think his game translates to the NBA. But Zach Eady, he's a stud. I don't think his game translates to the NBA, and I don't think he'll do anything in the NBA. But that dude is a college basketball machine, and he can get a bucket whenever he wants. He is a beast. If he stays one more year. He's in the conversation for national player of the year. Oh my god, yeah. He's good. And, and he it's is good. It's nice to finally see a good big guy for Purdue. And, I mean, we've I'm, seen a lot of good big guys, but this dude is a. Most dominant. Yeah. Physical, too. I mean, he gets the ball. We saw Isaac Haas and I forget the other guy's name. Isaac Haas. Oh, AJ, AJ Hammonds. Matt Harms. Yeah, fuck Matt Harms. Matt Harms blew the... Twice playing Euro now. Can I just say, Matt Harms blew that game against Virginia. That's all I'm going to say. Piss poor defense. I don't even want to talk about that game. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I mean... Yeah, Isaac Haas did some things off the court, too. I mean, he did, you know... We have a little STD here and there, but we'll get into it. But yeah, Ivy's a stud. Zach Eady's a stud. Travion Williams, locker room guy, and a stud. The, the reason why Purdue got beat by IU was because Travion Williams had his worst game ever at Purdue. The seniors stepped up, and we needed. He had two points. He had two points. Stefanovic played piss poor too. One for eight from three. But Stefanovic just had a good game, so. You made it for it. Thing is, do those seniors have the leadership? If it like you know. We're, we're looking a little ahead here, but in the... Is Trayvon a junior? Senior. Senior. In, okay, in, yeah. in a March Madness game, if it comes down to it's a gritty game, I feel like a lot of these great games that we've seen with Purdue, I mean, I know they win a lot, but 
Well, before this game, I thought Purdue's season would turn around because they they won a tough game in in in, in oh, Champaign. Yeah, tough game. That's a I tough mean, game. with with the the way Edie handled Coburn downsides, it's just I think the the most thing about that make Purdue a national championship is they improved their guard play. Every single yeah, guard has torched. Be every single guard play that's torched. The Purdue has killed them in games. And I mean, leaving we're we're playing lazy defense. We're playing lazy. Excuse me. We're playing lazy on defense. We're not guarding the three ball as well as we should be. We just need to play harder. Oh, that's that's. that's it. I mean, Purdue Purdue is known for playing hard. Yeah, they are. and this year they really aren't. They're relying on scoring way too much. And we need to we we got to keep our foot on the gas. They know they have the talent there. They just got to keep their foot on the. Well, I feel so. like I feel like they didn't really take it personal when Johnny Davis went to Mackey Arena and scored thirty-seven points. Yeah, where the hell did that dude come from? I mean, Ron Harper torched us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at I mean. That's why I think Eric Hunter Jr. should be starting over Isaiah Thompson. Yeah, but Eric what happened to Hunter? He hasn't been playing as well this year. See, I think I think he's he's had, he's had to give up he's had to give up shots. I mean, sophomore year when Purdue was. Mediocre, not not wouldn't wouldn't have made a tournament that year if there was if there wasn't I mean if there was an NCAA tournament. And another guy I think we need to get going who we haven't got going is Brandon Newman. He's really I see him as the X factor in our March Madness run because if we get Brandon Newman going and he's playing good and Ivy's playing good and we got Travion and Edie and Sasha, the X factor going to beat us. So yeah, and Purdue has a game. This weekend, don't they play they, like they play at Iowa Thursday, which is gonna be a tough game. That's gonna be a tough game. Then we play at home against Ohio State. Yeah, on Sunday. Both of those games are gonna be tough games. I think if we can win both of those, that puts us in a way better spot. It's gonna be tough to play at Iowa. I mean, it's gonna be fucking tough. I mean, yeah, they gave Purdue easy. they gave Purdue a game at Mackey in the first Big Ten game this, this season for Purdue. It's gonna be a tough without game. Keegan Murray playing. Keegan Murray's the top best score in best score in the nation. Hundred yeah, percent. He's good. I mean, it's gonna be a tough game. No, Ohio State's always tough with EJ Liddell. I mean, can we talk about Auburn, dude? Dude, number one, team. Jabari Smith is a dog. That's, That's a team to look out for. I mean, they have a good coach too. I like their coach. Oh, He's a yes. great coach. Brings yeah. a lot of energy to that locker room. Steve Pearl. Zaga's always Bruce, a team Bruce to look Pearl. Out for. Then Zaga doesn't play anybody. They they look they, they they're in the WCC. Anybody. Yeah, I haven't really got to follow Gonzaga that much. I know, but they're always dangerous. They're always a team to look out for. Duke's always a team to look out for. That's something that kills them in big games, Kentucky, though. Kentucky, Kentucky's got that one big man. That's a team to look. Kentucky's out okay. For. Duke, Duke's overrated. I hundred percent believe that. I, but I mean, Paulo's a dog, though. Oh, Paulo's good. Paulo's so good. hard to guard. I mean. And then Arizona this year has been solid. Dude, they've been really solid, but yeah, in, a, solid. in a Pac-12 conference that has a lot of upsets. Yeah. Dude, I have two big things I have in mind. I have a healthy Illinois team with the shooters around. They have around Coburn. Oh yeah. And then I have Wisconsin, one of the oldest, one of the oldest teams in the country with yeah. the Ben National Player of the Year and a true born leader and a person I do not like very much, Brad Davidson. Yeah. I mean, Brad Davidson is he works his ass off. He's a dog on the court. Yeah. I mean. Are you talking about? Is that their? That's their sharpshooter guy. Thirty-four. Yeah, that dude can fucking yeah. nail it from anywhere on the court. I remember watching him, dude. He's a, he can sh- shoot lights out. 
He's a stud. I like the Wisconsin. T I mean, I hate Wisconsin, of course, but I lo but I like what they have going on there, and they could make a run in March. Anybody can make a run in March, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Wisconsin make a run in March. I think that a healthy team, healthy Illinois team, is. That's scary. I mean, dude, like Coburn. Coburn had a bad game versus Edie, but Coburn, there's no one else gonna be like Edie against him. Coburn's gonna rake people up. He just needs to get his passing out a little bit more. When he gets double in the post, he needs to pass it out. All right, moving on to NBA. So, I mean, a lot of the talk in the NBA right now, outside of the Warriors, of course, Clay Thompson's return, that was awesome to see. Awesome. It's good to see Clay back on the court. Did you see Stephen Curry's buzzer beater the other night? Oh, step back. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was, yeah. His first for me because I actually had – I had the over on that game, or my dad, you know, my dad plays that for me. I had the over on that game, and the over didn't hit. It missed by two points. I wanted it to go to OT and Curry game. I was literally, talk, me and Grant let, were sitting on the couch talk, watching let, it. Drew's literally going, you know Drew's what? Drew's literally going, you know and what? This is deep until the fourth. This we is talking deep until the fourth. We're talking about the OT maybe. Curry's just going to hit a game when Curry's just going to lose this. And then five minutes later, yeah. five minutes later, Curry's going down with court. He hits that step back. Drew's just Heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking moment. Yeah. It was like 105, 103, and I think the over. I don't, I don't remember exactly the over, but I, it was off by two, and I was literally sitting there, after, and the final timeout is going on. The Warriors are setting up their play, and I was like, yeah, Curry's going to hit a buzzer beater, and I'm going to fucking lose to the under. I mean, I mean Curry, and Curry's MVP lock right now for me. Dude, I mean, he is the most Without Clay playing, with the, the leadership he has with those young guys on this team, they were ranked first in the defense. They're at the, the number two record in the NBA right now behind the Suns. I mean, yeah. Dude. That's what I wanted to get into next. How good are the Bulls? We DeMar. Alonzo just got hurt, and Caruso is going to be out for a while. Oh, Grayson Allen. Fuck Grayson Allen. Fuck Grayson Allen. He's a freaking pussy. I mean, yeah. 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 But not a big, I mean, not what a about a rebirth of Demar Derozan? Yes. I mean, he's playing at MVP level. He's my number two right now. I mean, he's playing at MVP level, carrying a team of young, a young, I mean, young team. To be honest, I mean, yeah. I think in San Antonio he was. Derozan just clutch. I mean, and back to back nights, back to back buzz Oh yeah, I remember that. I mean, dude. DeRozan, I love his swagger. I love his, the way he plays. Same. And he's not like he he's reminds a, me of an, you know, an, like an old style. He's an old player with a yeah. lot of men ragers and yeah, not, not a lot of threes and yeah, very a very good uh, finisher. And yeah, he gets the job done. I think the Bulls. I think they're a great team, but I just don't see them getting past you know the top tier. Teams. I like the Bulls team. I like where they're headed, but I don't know, dude. I can't. See I don't them see the Bulls. I don't yet. see the Bulls beating the Bucks. Yeah, they, they aren't getting past a team like the Bucks. They aren't beating the Warriors in the finals. They aren't beating Suns in the finals. Or they get the there. Jazz or the Nuggets. I just don't. See the Jazz have been disappointing this year. They're usually a top three defense in the league. Yeah, a little disappointing this year. 
but yeah, I think the Bulls are good, but I don't think they're finals ready. I don't think they're ready for a championship say, run. I but say, I do like the young talent they have there, and I, I do like say, DeMar DeRozan. Next four years, I oh yeah. Piece by piece. Piece by piece. Yep. I mean, look at look at Nikolai Vucevic. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I said it right. The other night, though, yeah. Vucevic fucked us, but yeah. I, I mean, he's a, yeah, he's a solid player though. Was an all star. Yeah. He's a stud. Yeah. yeah. Um, the big talk in the NBA right now is about the Lakers. They have a lot of issues going on. The team's not meshing well. Thing I've against that. What's the issue here? My opinion, Westbrook. I see. I've always in the past backed Westbrook up, but now I'm finally giving in after seeing him on this Lakers team and seeing how they've played. I think Russell Wilson is the problem, and I don't think any team is going to be able to win a championship with Westbrook on their team. He's just not that guy. He doesn't mesh well with other superstars. I, mean, I feel like, I mean, historically, I feel like so far through his career, so far we've seen him do best. I mean, him and KD were obviously awesome together. Oh, yeah. But I feel like after that, he plays best by himself when he gets to run the offense. What he wants when he wants. See, and the issue with that is, though, he can't be the number one guy on a championship team. But listen. Westbrook doesn't have... Yes. Listen, I'm going to back up Westbrook real quick. He's played a lot better his last month, averaging like 19-7-6, I saw. And the, you know, the I think the worst piece that team is right now is their lack of depth right now. Yeah, with, they have a lot of old Wash dudes on that team. Yep. I mean, let's be real, Mello. Mello, Dwight Howard. Yeah, uh... Who's the other guy on there? That's a bet. That's. I mean, they got a young Malik. They got a young Malik Monk on the team, yeah. and I. It's a weird yeah. roster to have. It's a weird roster to have. Yeah, it's a very weird team this year. Usually that, yeah, usually that's Grizzlies. the team to you know, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's the new game. They got a lot. Yeah, they got a lot of wash guys. Carmelo, Trevor Reza's washed. Avery Bradley, eh. Wayne Ellington, eh. Dwight Howard, eh. DeAndre Jordan, washed. I think a I lot think of guys are just washed. I think the this person that is doing least at one of the three superstars right now is AD. AD, he's shooting twenty nine percent from the three right now. That's probably the worst. Of his LeBron's LeBron's playing terrific. He's LeBron's averaging the most ever in his career right now. If that team doesn't have LeBron, they are oh. shit. To be honest, I don't think there's enough balls, like not ball, like there's like basketballs, <laughs> on that team right now. Yeah. Exactly, there's not two balls on the court for everybody to get up a shot. Yeah, and that's I think that's the biggest problem. They're just there's too much going on there. There's too much going on. I just don't think I don't think Westbrook is working for them though. I think Westbrook's got to go if this team wants to take it to the next level, and they got to get some younger guys <laughs> to play. Can I bring up somebody else? Got to go, not on that Lakers team, go, but not on that Lakers superstar. Team, but I I think Jay, I saw a thing James Harden is liking in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's what I saw. I saw Harden 
didn't like how Kyrie's only playing road games, doesn't like living in Brooklyn, and he's gonna he's gonna test free agency out. That's what he said. He's gonna test I, free agency out. I saw I, that on like Bleacher Report or something. I don't think Kyrie's issue, to be honest. I, but I do think that he does he does create a lot of noise and does shake things up a lot. And they're, I mean, exactly. dude. Exactly. Yeah, you got to be there for your team, man. You got to be there for your team. I mean, when you're All right. Our next segment we got our three fun facts of the week. I'm going to give two, and then Smitty's going to give one more. My first one, we've already... Actually, both of these we've already touched on, but my first one is Josh Allen threw four, 637 yards, and nine touchdowns the past two games and still found a way to loss a game, lose a game. That was, incra- that, that was crazy, dude. I mean, you put up those numbers and you lose, that's heart shattering yeah and i feel for josh allen so much because i know how bad he wanted it oh i mean the way they ended nothing else he could do the way they ended last year i'm sure all all of the energy in that locker room and all the tough times they had on the off season and Diggs looking at that looking at them celebrating the championship last year i mean how does that not just like drive you like it would drive me to a point where i'm always like seeing that as motivation their motivation is off season i bet was like the best it's ever been in Buffalo, to be honest. In the yeah, in the anticipation that no, the anticipation up in Buffalo this year for them, for them to be as good as the Chiefs or even as bet, better with the Chiefs as a bet yeah. with a better defense. I mean, to come up short two years in a in a row like that in that fashion, it's got to be heartbreaking. But it also hypes me up That's to see I, the Bills next year. I, hypes I, me I up. Hope I, I, I hope it's not the story. I hope it's not the story of the Bills are never good because I think they're. Or, I want to see him get it done. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. My second fun fact was about the AB holding up the Bucks eliminated and, and just his social media. Like it's just hilarious seeing AB on the media. We've already touched on that. AB is crazy. I don't think any team's ever gonna want to sign him. The only chance he has is with the Ravens just because, you know, Marquise Brown's his cousin. Maybe Lamar wants him. But I don't think he worked out with him last offseason. Nobody wants to put up with this shit. AB, just get out of the NFL. All right, Smitty. What's your fun fact? My fun fact for this week of the podcast is that San Francisco's defense has held two juggernaut offenses in Dallas and Green Bay to. 12 and 11 points. 23 combined points in those two games against those juggernaut offenses. That's how elite yeah. Kyle Shanahan Niners. is with his defensive schemes and how elite that defense is. Oh, yeah. Niners have really stepped it up in the playoffs. When they needed to the most. I mean, at yeah. Dallas is hard. At Green Bay is even harder. I mean, to hold those two teams at home to 23 points is just a crazy and stat to me. two great football teams. Oh, so Two teams yeah. that could have went the Went all the way. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I remember watching the Niners earlier this year when they played at home against the Colts, and the Colts just came in there 
they dominated. Yeah. And I, mean, I was like, damn, this Niners team is not looking good. Yeah. Things were looking bad. They were like two and five. They turned that ship right around and they made a run. And look I mean, at them now. Yeah. NFC Championship game. All right. Um, local sports action around the Lafayette area. We got McCutcheon at Anderson this Friday. How good's Anderson? Anderson's tough. They're they're, uh, they're really athletic with big guys that they've had six transfers from out of state come in, That's and crazy. they're I mean they're tough to beat. I mean I think they put up a fight against uh um I think they played Cathedral the other day and put up a fight and Cathedral's tough. Yeah, and, and then we got. Do you think Anderson takes McCutcheon? They're going to beat him. What do we think? For because of athleticism, that's that's the reason why I'm picking that athleticism for. Yeah. And then you guys, Jeff, I believe at Kokomo. I think it'll be at Kokomo yeah. this week. Yeah. I think it'll be a tough game. They have that six ten. I don't know what his name is from Kokomo. He's really dominant. Do you have anyone paint. big enough to defend him? What about what's his? Yeah, EJ Reese. I think. Either EJ or Javen, but our best offender is Brady Brady Preston. Yeah, I mean, just overall, he's our he's our X factor to be honest. Yeah. How's he been playing? Good. He's been playing good lately. I mean, I think. That's good. Yeah. But the best player in Lafayette is Javen Buchanan. Oh yeah, I saw. I mean, he just committed, didn't he? Indian Westland. Indiana Westland. Yeah, yeah, I mean, is that D two? Uh, I think so. What? Yeah. What? Indiana Westland University. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, for him. just like how long and how like how long athletic he's averaging. I think over twenty points a game with yeah. over six seven rebounds. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, and then we got some McCutcheon girls basketball. I see they're actually. At West Lafayette tonight, I think. I'm not sure if that's... Yeah. And then they play at Muncie Central on Friday. Teresa Maggio has been playing like a stud. I don't know if you've followed it, but past three games, 24 points, 38 points, and then 25 points. She's playing like a stud. Oh, yeah. It's fun to watch. Even from her being younger, we've been around her. Yeah, we've been around her. She's a hard worker. She's a hard dedicated to this for a while. She deserves all this. I mean, she deserves all this. Shouts out to her. Shouts out to her. Yeah, great player. It's fun to watch that McCutcheon girls basketball team. I think they're a really good team. They who they draw in sectional? What? Do who they draw in sectional? I'm not actually sure. I I know that yeah. I think they play Northwest maybe Northwestern first game. Oh yeah yeah I think I'm pretty that's sure that's who fun. it is yeah. I mean we'll beat the shit out of them. But yeah. Harrison Harrison good is Northwestern. Good? They're not as good as they usually but they have a okay. girl that's going to Purdue on their team though. Oh really? So they got a stud too. Yeah, but the right. I think tough right. I think the toughest team that sectional is Harrison. Yeah. To be honest, it's always I mean. Yeah, good for them. Uh, let's wrap it up with a little. Over under Chiefs Bengals, that line's at fifty three and a half points. Are we taking the over? Oh, over hundred percent. It's gonna be a shootout, old fashioned AFC Championship game. Dude, Sh- but what, imagine it's one of those weird games though, where you think it's gonna be a shootout and then it kind of like that Patriots Rams a couple yeah, years ago in the yeah. Super Bowl. I hundred percent agree with that. 
Yeah. But. It could be one of those games. I'm taking the over, though. I agree. I think that one's going to hit the over. Rams Niners is up 46. And under. 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 I'm going to go under as well. I said what I thought the score was going to be. Oh, yeah. Those two. Yeah. Those two. Those two defenses are going to clash, and it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be awesome. Old NFC West rival. Yeah. I mean, going to be a good game. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, yeah. So this weekend we got NFL, AFC Conference Championship, NFC Conference Championship. We got Purdue playing. A lot of action this weekend. It's going to be fun to talk about next week. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think we're going to sign off. And hey, real quick, you know, hey, yeah. this quick, is a new experience for us. This so is a new experience thank you guys for, so. for, you know, the support that you've shown already you know, even before it. To Drew, I know he's been oh, yeah. really excited yeah. about this. So really excited yeah. about this. Oh, yeah. Shout, yeah. Out, to so this, shout out to you guys for making this. Shout out to you guys for making this. The fans will truly oh, yeah. make yeah. this. The fans will truly make this long-term reality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've... Honestly, bro, going into this, I really don't care about how many people watch it. Obviously, like, if a lot of people watch it, that's fucking awesome. That's progress. I love that. But honestly, bro, I'm just here to talk about sports and have fun. That's my passion. That's what I've always wanted to do. And I love talking about sports. I've talked to my friends about making a pod for years. And I'm glad it's finally coming to reality. And I'm glad a lot of people on Snapchat are reposting that I'm dropping a pod. And supporting it and i can't wait to see where it goes yeah so thank you guys and yeah, i think we're signing off thanks thank you